Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. But really, you cannot step into the highest version of yourself or become everything that you've always wanted to be by being a person that you've always been and doing what you've always done. You have to be able to make decisions that move you towards your, your highest purpose every single day. And you cannot do that unless you are the happiest version of yourself and you love yourself unconditionally. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? You're back with Jamie Atkinson on the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. And today, I'm super excited. And I know I say I'm super excited for most interviews, but today is an extra, extra special occasion because I've got one guest coming on today who was pretty much a huge inspiration in me actually quitting my job in the first place. And I can pretty much say hands down that his product, the Sweet Ass Journal, was probably the single biggest thing which helped me take massive action in the very early days. And not to mention, he's also a, a bang up, hilarious guy on the back end as well. Heath Armstrong, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> what's up, dude? I was actually thinking about, it wasn't like about two years ago, I talked to you for a particular amount of time when you originally reached out and it wasn't that long after that journal came out. And I remember, man, you had a lot of enthusiasm. There's a lot of people that contact me and say that they want to like get to a point where they quit their job and travel the world and stuff. I can usually tell rather quickly via an energy, which is one of my gifts is to be able to pick up energy on people if they're going to be successful or not. But then there's some people that particularly I'm like, damn, they're going to, you know, really rage and watching you over the past couple of years has been phenomenal, man. And not only am I thankful to have been an inspiration to you, but you inspire me every day as well. So I appreciate you having me on. Wow, Heath, I'm blushing, buddy. That's 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 really nicely put. And uh, yeah, I mean, and it goes both ways because I see you do all of this creative stuff, and you know, we'll uh, we'll pat each other's backs for a few minutes more, I think. Um, but I, I'm just massively, massively thankful to everything that you put out and your energy out in the world. And for some of the listeners who are who are out there who are saying, "Wow, these these guys love each other. That's a bit weird. Like, what's going on there?" But you know, all homo aside, like <laughs> if if somebody's listening right now and they are wondering kind of where you come from and, and what you've kind of done in the past, can you just give us a quick introduction for yourself? <laughs> Made me laugh with the homo thing, man, because I've been actually <laughs> trolling the world with this new thing I'm calling stragtivity. I call myself a strag and other people strags and it's the premise. It's kind of a, an ongoing joke that I've been doing since like sixth grade, but the premise is that you could be a straight guy who only has sex with other straight guys. 
So if you have a girlfriend or, or a, uh, a wife or something, it's okay because you're both straight. So it doesn't actually make you gay in any way. You can continue your monogamous relationship with, with your girlfriend or wife. And <laughs> anyway, dude, uh, I, what was the, the last part of that question in introduction? I was, I was going to say, just like give some people an idea of like who, who you are. I think you kind of summed it up in that sentence. Well, I'm Heath, I'm a string. And yeah, yeah I am a, the co-founder of Rage Create. We create basically motivational products that are very witty, that help develop mind strength um, and help people pretty much react to situations in life in just a couple seconds to get back on track. Because I feel like there's so many products out there that teach you amazing things, but most of them are like long webinars, very long books. You have to put a lot of time and energy into them and they help you make a transition. But there's a lot of things in the world that help us. I mean, basically can beat us off of our our purpose path or what we're motivated about doing that day in just a couple seconds. I mean, there's advertisements, there's billboards, there's text messages, like everything you try to do, you're going to get distracted. There's not a lot of things out there that help you refocus in just a couple seconds. So I've, I've sort of created rage create to start expanding into a product line that helps you just have these simple, quick reminders of what you're doing and the magic of life. So you can dive right back in. And then on top of that, uh, obviously I write creatively. I'm working on several different newer books and projects right now. I have this sweet ass journal. And then I also do the majority of all of my income comes through uh, selling sports and outdoor gear through amazon.com and then making my own products. So I'm like really well versed in e-commerce as well. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. Yeah. I really, I was always really impressed Heath because you've got such a wide kind of almost like an online vocabulary of all of these different things that you have done and can do. But what I really kind of applaud from sort of watching how you've progressed over the last couple of years, especially is that you're pretty much always focused on what's best for you, right? You've got a really deep understanding and kind of a routine that's based around your life and, and making sure you're fulfilling it in the best kind of way. And I'm sure like everybody, you have ups and down days, but what's like a typical day in the life of Heath Armstrong look like? Dude, that is very true. And it's really hard to be an entrepreneur and put yourself first in a lot of situations. But I think most of us like to view that as like, oh, well, you're putting yourself first, you're selfish or something like that. But really, you cannot step into the highest version of yourself or become everything that you've always wanted to be by being a person that you've always been and doing what you've always done. You have to be able to make decisions that move you towards your, your highest purpose every single day. And you cannot do that unless you are the happiest version of yourself and you love yourself unconditionally. And dude, I've seen you online authentically open up and have breakdowns like high highs, low lows. And that's what drives people to trust. That is also what allows you to move into your higher purpose of yourself. There's too many people out there that hide behind the, the image of like, Oh, look at me. I'm traveling and I created this business and everything's perfect all the time. That's not the reality of the situation. I mean, I have had so many bad things happen in my entrepreneurial journey that could have easily derailed anybody, yet I get back on, I keep going, but I do that by making sure that I'm fundamentally happy in what I'm doing on my daily habits and then what I'm working towards every single day. So in like a typical day for me, I used to be like this, when I first started being an entrepreneur, I used to think like, oh fuck, I gotta like, if I'm gonna get out of my job or if I'm gonna create extra side income, I have to work like 20 hours a day, you know, just like 
all the time from four to 8 a.m. I'm going to work. And then from eight to six, I'm going to go to my job. And then from six to midnight, I'm going to work some more, which was totally perfect in that situation because I was so passionate about doing it. It made me happy to think that I could get away from my job. But now I'm like, I get like three hours in of solid focused work and that's what makes me really happy. And the rest of the day, I'm doing a lot of meditating. I have a very nice morning routine that sometimes gets done in the afternoon. I do a lot of rock climbing. I'm very adamant about brain optimization and what can I do to like focus in on maybe if I'm having pain points in my body or inflammation, like what, what's causing that. And, and most of these things that make us happy actually come down to this root of emotions and feelings and how we can look at them and understand them and realize that they're not a part of us. So I'm getting really into that right now. It's like this, every time I feel something, if I have like an angry or an angry feeling or a stressed feeling or inflammation in the body, I'll actually be like, okay, well, why am I feeling that? And then try to figure out what emotion it's attached to and then understand why I'm having that emotion to get to the root of it and then just kind of release that. And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy, man, but I'm working, you know, I travel pretty constantly, but right now I'm in Portland for probably about two months straight, which I haven't done in a long time. I haven't been home that long straight in a while, but it's because I'm, I'm trying to summit five of the cascade volcanoes that are out here before the end of June. So I'm like, I'm doing one on Saturday. So I've been preparing and doing all this altitude training and things like that. But I'm very adamant about morning routine. I work hard, maybe three hours a day, but I do a lot of other smaller stuff. And then I really do take so much time to myself. A lot of group meditations. I talk to other entrepreneurs in like a social way a lot, online, via the phone, whatever. I read a lot. And it's, it's kind of magical, man. I spend a lot of time in the woods and a lot of time with my shoes off walking around in the grass or in the ocean or, you know, outside in the snow, if it's possible. And that kind of stuff is what helps me develop mind strength and, you know, in taking the parasympathetic nervous system and all of that. Yeah, I think that's really impressive. And, and what's interesting, Heath, is that you'll probably find that not every entrepreneur is going to necessarily take it to the level that you do. Because I feel like your main, you know, it's almost like, you know, 70% of the day is focused on happiness and, and fulfilling yourself. And then you just have that sort of short burst of work to get that stuff done. And that works great for you. I know for me personally, I've always struggled with that. You know, I've really struggled to put time for me first, because I've always got that worry of, oh, I need to get this done. I need to get that done. And there's always something that needs to be done. And that kind of pressure <laughs> mounts up a lot for me. But I know when I first got started, the Sweet Ass Journal helped me a lot with that because it was all about focusing on happiness first and then just breaking it down into some freedom goals and freedom actions. And I actually still use that system to this day, albeit I've, I've kind of lost my sweet ass journal along the way. I think I finished it and tried to order another one and it got lost in the post in Thailand or something crazy like that. But for anyone that's listening right now and really loves the idea of, wow, this guy is like putting himself first, what's like a really good first step to take? Because I remember, you know, two years ago, you were just launching the sweet ass journal um, you had your kind of morning routine dialed down, but that was kind of like your first soiree and venture into this kind of new area and new direction. So if someone's just starting and they want to figure out, all right, how can I start to put myself first? What's a really good first? I think you have to understand what your vision is. And obviously listening to your intuition 
and is the greatest. We all have this. This is a gift, straight divine attachment of what is going to lead you to your highest passion and purpose in life. It's listening to your intuition. The problem is we have the heart and we have the uh, mind and they kind of argue with each other like a middle school prom, you know, like, like the mind, like think about prom or dance. I don't know what, what you guys would call it, but like the mind has his hand on the heart's waist and the heart has her hands on the mind's shoulder and they're swaying back and forth in arguments of fear and attachment. And the mind's like, I'm worried, babe. I don't know what to do. And the heart's like, Oh, just relax, honey. Like let's step into love. And the mind's <laughs> like, well, I can't because I'm totally lost and the world's melting around me. And your heart's like, Oh, sweetie, just, just flow with me. Like, just trust. And then the mind's like, come on, babe. You don't know what I'm feeling. I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. Your heart's like, trust me, honey. You'll love it. Just, just trust in the love, baby. And then the mind's like, where's your logic? Like, you're not realistic. You're not realistic enough. I can't do this anymore. And your heart's like, oh, you're just, you're breaking me again. Why don't you trust me? And like the whole time, like that's, that's a common thing that happens between the mind and the heart with people. It's like, we, we want to do stuff that makes us happy and we want to also be logical and safe with things, but we really don't know because it's so confusing. But those two things are not guiding your intuition. The entire time your soul is hovering over in the fucking corner, smoking a pipe, sipping some fine wine, probably the blood of the gods. And eventually he breaks through into the situation and says, if you two would just shut the fuck up, I'll show you the map to the treasure. And so it's all about your gut. Like it's, it's about intuition, man. Like how can you, what, what habits can you put into your life that allow you to understand what your gut is telling you and how to separate that from your heart and your mind? Because it is a beautiful trio to have all three. It really is total beautiful trio, but it's just hard because we don't typically understand the balance we fall into the darkness. Uh, we forget how much, how much pleasure that big, sexy threesome can make. Uh, it's almost like we leave one booty out of the bedroom, and it's the sweetest ass of all that we're leaving out, the one we need the most, the one that has the map to our highest self. So the journal does – there are some things in that process that help people move towards that. And I think if you, if you walk away from that journal, there are certain sections in there, Jamie, you know because you did it that will help you discover things that make you happy on, you know, daily levels. Maybe you're giving gifts, maybe you're writing down your wins, but then there's other sections and this is different for everybody who uses it that will stick with you particularly when all the other ones kind of fall away because you're building habits, but there's some that just kind of stick to you like glue. And a lot of the time it is freedom actions, right? And that comes down to setting your vision. Like you don't really know what action to take unless you know what your vision is that you're moving towards. And you can't really know what your vision is unless you listen to your intuition. And so one of the techniques that I would consider for somebody who's starting is if you're in between not really understanding what your intuition is telling you, your head or your heart, and then you throw in this whole other idea of resistance that can come in and feel like it's tricking you as your intuition, which is a whole other subject. But you can sit down and close your eyes and you can do a meditation. You can do this as many times as you want. It doesn't have to be just once. But basically, you have options, right? You're thinking about doing one thing or you're thinking about doing another thing. You don't know which one's right. One of them may feel better than the other one, but you're not sure if it's right. Sometimes you can't feel which one is better than the other one. So you sit down, you close your eyes, you take the first option, and you picture yourself embodied in that life. What is it that you're considering doing? And then really let that run through your head. Like, what does it feel like? Who are you with? Who's around you? Where are you? What are you doing? 
And how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel good? Does it feel like the next version of yourself that you want to work towards? And when you do that with each one of those options, there's going to be one that you want more than the other ones. That's your intuition. It might have some kind of thing attached to it, like a cord of like, well, it has more money or this. That's why I want it. But your feeling inside of which one is really exciting you, that's your intuition. And it's up to you whether or not you can be strong enough to make the sacrifices that come into place to help you move towards that intuition because it's not always the easiest route. Sometimes you have to give up money. Sometimes you have to give up projects. Sometimes you have to get rid of people in your life that you think you can't move away from because they're so attached to you. But sometimes you have to do that. And I think internally we do really have this glowing guide, this North Star. It's just how do we get more in tune with it? And it has to come down to silence and, and noticing what it is that you want, the vision, and then working towards it in these little tiny practices of just noticing who you are and, and what the feeling is that you get from these ideas. Wow. I love that so much. That's so insightful. And actually, this is a really good stopping point. And on the next episode, we're actually going to be digging a little bit more into some of the crazy stuff that he's been up to. I don't exactly know what we're going to talk about, but you can pretty much guarantee it's going to be <laughs> exciting and potentially mind, heart and soul threesome related. We'll just see if we uh, <laughs> touch on that topic again. Heath, you up for another episode? Yeah, man. Sure. All right, sweet. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the last episode. And I just want to let you know that we're doing an amazing competition for you guys. It's called the four for four competition. Four amazing entrepreneurs have sponsored this podcast for the next month and a half. And they're doing it to give you guys access to their flagship courses completely for free. There's going to be four lucky winners who are going to get access to four powerful courses from some of the best online entrepreneurs out there. You have Doug Bowton, who's giving away his highly sought after sales funnel mastery course. We've got Shanta. Turner is giving away her engagement driving culture method course. You have Wendy Hart who's giving away her mind bending procrastination cure course and Samantha Brown who's giving away her double your tribe challenge. These are four amazing courses which are all worth a combined total of over $2,500 and we're giving it away to you guys for free. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning this competition is to scroll down on the podcast page, leave a rating and review and just screenshot your review just before you publish it and email Email it to jamie at entrepreneurjunkie.co. Competitions are going to be ending on June the 30th. Make sure you get your entries in, guys. And if you've already left a rating or review on the podcast, just screenshot your podcast review and we'll still enter you into the competition. Make sure you guys enter before this competition goes away. There's going to be four lucky winners. You don't want to miss this, guys. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition 
without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.